The following podcast is a Green Fresh Media production. Hey Trailblazers, welcome back to the Business Casual Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. My name is Stacy. I am the host of the show, and today I am back with not another guest, but another solo episode. My last solo episode was back in September around my internship at Nestle, and you guys loved it. I got such great feedback on it, so I'm very excited to be sitting down again all by myself. It's something that I I talked about in the first solo episode, but it's not something I ever thought I was going to be doing on the show. I always thought it was just going to be guests, but I really enjoyed doing it the first time around, so I'm looking forward to today's conversation. But before I even get into what I wanted to talk about, I wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who has listened to any of our episodes or pressed play on today's episode. We never officially announced it on the actual podcast, but back in September, we were signed to a podcast network. So for the last four months, we have been produced under the Green Fresh Media label, which is so surreal and exciting. Um, It's all thanks to you. It means the world to us that you all tune in every single week, engage with our content, are enjoying our episodes, and enjoying, you know, the conversations we've had with guests so far. So I really just wanted to take some time at the beginning of this episode to say a huge thank you to everyone. If you can, rate, review if you're enjoying our content, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, share our podcast with anyone you think would be interested. Um, being part of a network really just means that we're able to put a lot more content out. We now have a team behind us. We can work with amazing sponsors. As you might have seen in our last few episodes, we've been working with Two Bears Coffee, which I'll talk about a little bit later in this episode as well. So it's really surreal. I never thought that we would get to a point where we were able to work with brands and have an editor on our team and have a whole support system behind us helping put together the podcast and helping us uh, publish episodes bi-weekly. So I just wanted to say thank you again. It means so much and I can't wait for 2022 and all of the things we have planned for the new year and just really continue to see business casual grow and focus on having conversations that inspire, educate, and really motivate all of you. So yeah, I just wanted to start with that. But today's episode is actually inspired by two things. First, I have been binging Emma Chamberlain's podcast, Anything Goes. And I know I am so late to the game, but I genuinely love her style of episodes. And I wanted to try and incorporate that in today's episode and future solo episodes. And then of course, TikTok. TikTok is always inspiring me, but there's currently a trend where people are sharing their key takeaways from either their first semester of university or however long they've been in university or as a graduate. And so I went to the Business Casual podcast Instagram and I asked what questions you guys had related to university and you submitted a lot of questions surrounding finals. Obviously it is final season, a lot of final assessment, final exams, Final projects are coming up, whether you're in high school, college, or university. It's a very stressful time, and I know there's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves as students around this time of year, so I'm hoping to kind of shed some light on things that I do during this time to keep myself sane and perform my best academically, as well as how I manage my stress, 
So I'll just jump right into it. The first question I got was how I find motivation during exams. And I think finals is always tough because it's the holidays. So a lot of us just want to curl up on the couch and watch a movie or spend time with family and friends. It's also the point of the semester where you're feeling super burnt out. So one, I just want to say it's normal. If you're lacking motivation around this time, it's not something that you're alone in. All students feel the exact same way. And this is something that I've been struggling with recently as well. Ever since I got back from New York, just finding the motivation to really sit at my desk and grind and study has not been there. But here are a couple of things that I've been doing recently and that I've done the last three years that have really helped me. Also, I realized that I didn't even start by saying, if you didn't already know, I'm in my third year of university at the University of Toronto. I'm in the Rotman Commerce program, working towards my Bachelor of Commerce with a minor in economics. Um, my specialist is in management with a focus in strategy, innovation, and marketing. So that's kind of my background and where I'm coming from. And obviously, everything I'm talking about in this episode is from my personal experience as a university student. So hopefully it's helpful. But also, if you're in university, college, or high school, or just a student in general, you might have different experiences, but this is just what's helped me. Okay, now that's out of the way, back into it. My tips for staying motivated during exams. So the first one is find a routine and stick with it. During finals, you don't have classes. So typically you have the entire day on your own, at your own pace to do whatever you'd like. So having a routine is really helpful in not getting stuck and wasting the whole day doing nothing or doing one course or studying for one course. So whether that routine is getting up in the morning, having a really big breakfast, going for a walk, Or if it's sleeping in because you prefer to stay up late, getting up, going for a walk in the middle of the day, finding time to work out in the evening, journaling, scheduling and self-care, whatever it is, find a routine that you can stick with. So one, you have purpose every single day. You can get up and know exactly what you're going to do. Two, so that you make sure that every single day you're actually getting dressed, getting ready and starting your day on a good foot or making sure that your day has structure so you're able to study in a productive way. The next thing that kind of goes into finding a routine is making sure that you're taking breaks. It's not healthy to study for six hours straight. And I think sometimes when we're in exams, we think that we have to be at our desk 24-7 in order to be productive or in order to ace our exams, which isn't true. It's okay to grab dinner with a friend or see a movie while you're in finals. Obviously, I don't recommend going to the movie the night before a final um, or even like the day or two before. But if you have a final on, let's say, a Thursday night and your next final is until Monday, it's totally okay to spend that Friday night after the exam, not looking at any books, catching up with a friend, going for dinner, you know, spending time cooking, whatever it might be that kind of takes your mind off of school. That's really going to help prevent burnout or if you're feeling burnt out, kind of help rejuvenate you and get you back in a mindset where you can productively study. So make sure you're taking breaks. They also don't have to be long breaks. The Pomodoro method is one that a lot of people use for effective studying, which is basically where you study for 25 minutes and then take a five-minute break, and you keep doing that in cycles until you get to, I think it's an hour and a half of studying, and then you take a longer break. So whatever works best for you, I typically don't set up a timer, but will kind of check in with myself every so often to make sure that I'm taking five, 10, 15 minute breaks every so often while I'm studying to make sure I don't burn out and I'm really retaining all the information. 
My next tip is to change your study location. This has been really important for me because I'm commuting currently. So typically I spend all of my time at home. My desk is set up in the basement. Um, Luckily it's not in my room. So I'm not in one room the entire day, but still it's kind of demotivating and it's not very inspiring to sit at the same desk for seven to 10 days straight studying. So today, for example, I went to a coffee shop and was just in a new environment, surrounded by new people, new sounds. It just is very motivating to not be in the same spot and to really feel like you're not doing the same thing because that's something that I feel that I struggle with during finals that I always feel like I'm doing the same thing 24-7 and I just get so burnt out doing it. So changing your study location, whether it be like at a library, going to a friend's house to study, going to your local coffee shop, even just changing locations in your house or apartment might help spark some inspiration and motivation while studying. Another one that I think is a bit underrated and not a lot of people talk about is going to office hours, talking to your professors, and reflecting on the hard work you've put in throughout the semester so far. I think this helps with motivation because it's easy to get caught up in finals and really focus on that one final exam that's going to kind of determine what your final mark in the course is going to be. But typically, in my experience, no exam is worth 100% of your grade and you've likely submitted other assignments or midterms throughout the semester that's going to go towards your final grade. So I think by going to office hours and kind of talking to your prof, kind of reflecting on your assessments, maybe getting feedback on where you could improve for your midterms or essays that you've handed in throughout the year can kind of help you reflect and relish in your accomplishments in that course so far and kind of help ease the pressure for your final. I think it also can help spark motivation in why that course might be interesting or why that course might be relevant to your future work or job. So I think sometimes just talking to a professor um, or going to office hours and talking with other students who are in the course might help spark some motivation. Another thing is kind of going back to finding a routine is planning your schedule as much as possible. Even if you don't follow it minute by minute, I personally like to use Google Calendar and genuinely like time block my entire day from when I get up, usually at 8, 9 a.m. until when I go to bed, which is usually midnight. So ensuring that you have a rough idea of what you can do throughout the day and a vision of what courses or what chapters you want to focus and study on will help you, again, make sure that you know kind of what you're doing every single day and help you kind of force you to do what you planned out to do and not just randomly study whatever comes to mind that day. So planning is very important. Considering we're talking about finals and being a student, one thing that I always do during final season is drink a lot of coffee. So I'm so excited to be partnering with my favorite flash brew coffee brand, Two Bears. With a mission to energize your mission and your moments, I truly stand for their brand. Their beverages use the highest quality, natural, and plant-based ingredients for all you oat milk lovers out there. They are proudly Canadian and even ethically sourced. They are seriously the best coffee for on the go. And if you're interested in trying them out, head over to twobears.ca and use code CASUAL10 for 10% off your order. Again, that's CASUAL10 for 10% off your order. Another question I got asked is how I tackle back-to-back exams, which is very relevant because this week I have four back-to-back exams which I'm so excited about. And I feel like throughout my entire university career so far, I always end up having back-to-back exams, which is not fun and honestly so difficult to study for. But I think the biggest thing is one, to start early, start studying as early as possible to ensure that you have enough time to study for all your exams. 
and two, try and prioritize. So for example, I have four four exams this week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and my most important exams are Wednesday and Saturday. So obviously it's a bit difficult to plan for my Saturday studying or studying for my course that's on Saturday because I have two exams in between that and it's kind of at the end. So you're not thinking about it and it's not top of mind, but prioritizing that that course is most important and putting that at the top of my to-do list every single day and kind of going back to scheduling and making sure that when I'm planning my study schedule, that that course is at the top of every single day really helps make sure that I don't kind of forget about it or that it gets lost with all the other things I have to do. And then it comes to like the day before the exam and you're stressing and cramming which is not healthy. Do not cram. So I think those would be my two biggest things for back-to-back exams is just starting early, prioritizing, and do not cram the night before. It will not help you getting eight hours of sleep and eating a good, healthy meal before the exam will probably serve you much better than cramming. Playing off of that, another question I got asked is how I deal with stress and anxiety during this time of year. One, I want to say that it's so normal to have stress and anxiety throughout finals so everyone is feeling the same way don't think that you're alone it's actually funny because this morning um I got a snapchat memory from a picture of me in first year that I had taken right before my RSM 100 exam RSM 100 is a required course that all first year Rotman students have to take and you have to get a 67 in the course and the content in the course is not difficult it's a man it's intro to management so it kind of gives a brief overview into all areas of business, but the professor is infamous for one, making the midterms and exams so difficult, and two, for curving down. So purposely ensuring that students don't do well in the course, and obviously since you have to get a minimum of 67, that's very stressful, and I remember just feeling such bad stress and anxiety and just wanting to throw up going into the exam because I was so nervous that I wasn't going to do well enough on the exam to pass the course. And so looking back on it three years later, I ended up doing really good on the course and doing fine on the exam and obviously passing and making through to second and third year. But like looking back now, that was such a small moment in my life that I didn't even remember until I saw that photo today. So it's interesting because we stress so much, but then when we look back like one, two, three years down the road, you don't even remember that stress and anxiety. You don't even remember what you actually got in the course or in the final. So I think the first thing is just remember that your grades do not define you. And in one to two years from now, you won't even remember that exam. And that's something that I really struggle with. I obviously seek academic validation and I want to do well in school. I think everyone strives to succeed. No one wants to fail. And I think there's a fine line between understanding that grades matter, but they don't define you. Obviously, to get into university or to get into your college program or even to get into specific programs once you're in university, you need to have certain grades. And if you eventually want to get into law school, grad school, med school, if you want to get an MBA, like whatever you want to do post-grad, they will look at your GPA and they will look at your grades. So it's not to say that grades don't matter, but that's also not to say that you are your grades. You are not your grades. You are a person who has so many different experiences, who has lived a very unique life and journey and throughout all of your life experiences have been learning and have taken all of those different life lessons to make you a suitable candidate for grad school or to make you a suitable candidate 
for the workforce. So I think what's important is that regardless of what you get in a course or what your overall GPA is or what your grades are in exams, when you are applying for anything that your grades will matter in, people will look at the grand scheme of who you are, what type of person you are, what extracurriculars you have been involved in, you know, if you do any volunteer work. So I think when you're stressed and you're trying to deal with your stress and anxiety during exams, while it's very easy to preach and very difficult to practice, just remember that there is a bigger picture and you're working towards a bigger goal. And your grades are one part of that goal, but it's not the entire goal. And honestly, stress will only hold you back from reaching your goals and not push you forward. So as I mentioned earlier, like you don't want to cram the night before a final. And the more you stress about a final, you might overthink things. And when you're actually writing the exam, if you're super stressed and you can't kind of control your anxiety and stress, you might make mistakes that you wouldn't have if you had a clear mind going in. So just taking a break to really reflect on your entire academic career, on the entire semester you've had so far, if you're in third or fourth year, on the entire academic university career you've had, if you're first year, all the work you've put in to get to that point, and just reminding yourself that it's not going to be the end of the world. One exam is not going to determine your life. The worst case is that you fail. And even in the case that you fail, there are options. You can retake the course. You know, you can seek extra credit. You can, if you do end up failing out of an entire program, switch programs. A lot of the times what people end up graduating in and what their degree in isn't even what they end up working in or the field they end up pursuing. So just try and remind yourself that at the end of the day, one exam is not going to define you. So keep that in the back of your mind while you're going through exams. And I think making small adjustments in your mindset, slowly you will see change eventually. And hopefully by the time you get to third and fourth year, by the time you're writing exams in grad school, you'll have learned kind of what works for you and what stress tactics that you can implement to help ease your stress and your anxiety during exam season. So hopefully that gives you a bit of reassurance and maybe some help on kind of switching your perspective throughout this very difficult time. Okay, and the last question I got was to share an experience that I've had in my university that has taught me a life lesson. I think that university as a whole has taught me so many life lessons, whether it be about friends and how to make friends, how to deal with new situations, how to adapt to change, how to deal with stress, how to apply for jobs. University for me has been such a roller coaster. And I think coming in and going going throughout university, there's so much pressure for it to be the best four years of your life. And I think that's so false. I think so far, university by far, I've seen my biggest accomplishments and successes come through. But also undergrad has shown me my lowest points and I've gone through really difficult things. And I don't want to ever think that I'm setting myself up to think that these four years in university will be the best and that my postgrad years won't be equally as rewarding and challenging. Um, that wasn't what the original question was, but I just kind of wanted to go on a bit of a tangent about university in general and just not putting so much pressure on yourself to live the best four years of your life ever. I think what more you should be focusing on is making lasting memories, investing in relationships, finding what you're passionate about, trying new things. I think that's more what university should be about, not necessarily 
living the best four years of your life. But coming back to what the original question was, I think an experience that will teach me a life lesson is actually coming up. So I'm very excited to share that next semester, so starting January 2022, I will be headed overseas to Madrid, Spain to study abroad for a semester. I'm going to be studying business at IE University, and all my credits will then be transferring back to my university degree here at U of T. I'm so excited for this new adventure. I know there's going to be a lot of changes and a lot of new things that I'll be experiencing that I want to share with you all on the podcast. I will definitely be planning a lot of exchange podcast content, definitely be sharing a lot of TikToks and reels and all my stories, posting a lot of photos, and then hopefully doing a lot of solo episodes about the experience and moving abroad and what the schooling system in Europe is like compared to North America and even just what courses I'm taking. And yeah, overall, I'm really excited. The business casual will still be uploading on a bi-weekly schedule and I will still be bringing you amazing content and really insightful conversations with different guests every week. But I am excited to share this next chapter with all of you and hopefully be inspired by my travels abroad for, for new content. And I think for myself, just trying something new and exploring my passions overseas will help when I come back to North America and kind of start my postgrad and figure out what type of career I want to pursue. So overall, while the change is definitely overwhelming and a bit scary, I am overall very excited for this next chapter and to share it with all of you. So hopefully you enjoyed this little solo episode, sharing a bit more of my insights on finals and helping you guys get through and manage your stress. I think that it is time for me to get back to studying. Like I said, thank you so much for supporting the Business Casual. Like I already mentioned, please rate, review, share. It really helps our podcast and we cannot wait to bring you one final episode in 2021 and then looking forward to a lot of content coming your way in 2022. So thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you on our next episode. Bye. Perfect.